This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production with your hosts, Bewildered Bob, Wakeful Wade, and Mesmerizing Mark. This week, the elite of engagement enunciate over the exacting enfilades of ads and enchantment surreptitiously scattered about our media. Yes, it's time for Criminally Subliminal. Please prepare thy pause button and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to Distractable. I'm your host today, Wade Barnes, your winner, your champion. What a legitimate win it was. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's real good. A win to remember. You earned it, man. A win to never forget. From one of the best episodes we've ever done. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> The golden episode that that was. Uh-huh. Fine, I'm going to redeem myself today. It's fine. This is fine. Okay. We'll find out. Uh, how you guys doing? Pretty good. Uh, busy morning. Very productive, efficient. I'm pretty happy with how today went. Yeah, I'm good too. I sat on the couch uh, until this, and I scrolled on TikTok, and uh, also productive, very productive morning, and uh, now I'm ready for this, uh, you know, prepared. Excellent. All right, I, I talked about this uh, a few weeks ago, but I'm going to mention it again now. After, oh, never mind, cut this out, because I'm completely wrong about what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a distractible record for fastest turnaround. Listen, I'm I've had a lot of water today. I'm swinging off the chandeliers. I'm a little in in water cated. Um, yeah, no, things are good. Uh, oh, I I do have news to interrupt oh, oh, your goodness. Oh, no, go oh. ahead. I have news. Uh, more distractible animateds are on the way. If you are <sighs> listening to this and you enjoy animations of our podcast here, they will be coming out shortly. If you did not know, there's one already that's on my channel and we have a distractible youtube channel mm-hmm. where you will find these lovely animations in the future youtube.com slash distractible podcast yes i think I'm yeah, that, that, that's it i know that i know 
that one. Okay, okay. We have merch too, and uh, we've got new merch hopefully rolling in. It's been rolled in, so on and so forth. So you guys should check the merch store daily. Man, we are plugging a lot right off the bat. People are tuning out. Oh, well, never mind. Don't check the merch. Don't do any of that. I lied. Don't check it. Forget about it. Listen to us. Just listen to this episode. Just do the episode. Yeah, do the all right, episode. All right, all right. Uh, well, let me check my notes. Today's episode, definitely a real banger for our average listener. Uh, uh, advertising. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, you know it. You love it. You want more of it. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by us. We are advertising ourselves. Yeah. Uh, what a fitting plug. I do not get enough ads in my everyday life. Uh, Give me more. Uh-huh. Well, that's the point, right? Like, we advertise ourselves, our own stuff. We have our own set of sponsors. We do our own brand deals and collaborations and things. And uh, we also have to consume a lot of other ads advertising and advertising is kind of like the silent killer <laughs> why is whoa, it the whoa, silent whoa. killer whoa what's, uh, what's it doing to me what's Wait. it doing yeah that's right come on 11 o'clock news anchor tell me how advertising's <laughs> killing my family well you gotta tune in at 11 o'clock to find out <laughs> this was just the tease uh, i thought i was watching the news this is just a commercial oh wow oh this has just been an ad the whole time this is just advertising <laughs> god damn it man we're getting got in so many ways we don't even understand it what a nefarious adversary i know three points to both of you for getting got so hey that's not so bad yeah that feels good it's like a reward system for ads you know you you (laughs) listen to an ad you get points i guess the topic of advertising by itself is kind of like just open and you know you can kind of talk about whatever part of it you want but the fact of the matter is we live with a lot of advertising all over the place all the time some of it's effective some of it just annoys us some of it we just tune out but like it or not ads are here to stay and i guess we're gonna talk about our opinion on it or memorable ads or ads we wish we didn't remember so on and so forth Mm -hmm. so um i don't know what what part of advertising do you guys want to approach i have a story i'd like to talk about all right by all means um this is not my own story this is a thing from the world i guess so i don't really have a fancy title for it or anything but did you guys see this i don't know how much you're on tiktok i scroll tiktok a fair amount most of it's garbage but i scroll until i see a dog or something i'm interested in but i found this thing on tiktok uh a guy who has an account his name is Kyle Sheely or Sheel, something like that. I posted a thing which was just like, he's like kind of a comedy variety type content creator. Mm-hmm. And he posted a video where he was like, I'm, I've got this idea. I think if I make a cardboard cutout of myself, you know, like a stand-up cutout of me with like a slogan on it, that's just like the Kyle Sheely meal or whatever, like get that made and put it in this gas station. Sure. Um, no one will notice. I'll walk in and I'll talk to the person and be like, hey, I just setting up this thing from corporate or whatever. And no one will question it. Let me see how long I can put it in there. And it was posted with uh, as just like his idea for a joke, right? Uh-huh. So he... He does this. He goes into it's a come and go gas station. Best gas station name, by the way. Come and go. K U M and go. Uh, Amazing name. And then it, he puts it in there, and he gets like it's the whole thing. He gets back in the car, and he's like, Dude, "It's in there. Nobody said it." And it's it's it blows up. People are like, "That's really funny, dude." Which uh-huh. sure, that's a funny idea. I watched it, and I was like, "That is funny." I wonder how long it'll stay there. And he did a bunch of follow ups, and eventually the account of the gas station, the come and go account was like, hey, we saw what you did. Uh, 
we're gonna have to take that out of the store but what if we did like a promotion or something what if we made the kyle shealy meal uh, right and he was like this is crazy this goes so cool we're gonna do a collab with come and go gas stations and in like three days it went from this dude's doing a prank to come and go rolling out the official kyle shealy meal i don't know the exact timeline but it's super fast uh, and i remember when i saw the announcement i was like how did they move that fast yeah. like nothing corporate ever happens that fast it would be like a month between them being like hey maybe we should work with this guy who made a viral video to like get things approved printed get stuff out to all of your franchises because it's a you know it's like a nationwide thing anyway this all happens they roll out the kyle shealy meal and at some point like a couple weeks after this has all gone down mm -hmm. nothing is tagged as an ad or as a collab until they start announcing this stuff finally someone is like hey Wait a minute. This whole thing was conceived from the beginning. They were working together the whole time. Mm. Apparently, this was a plant. Come and go. And this dude schemed this whole thing up and, you know, did the whole thing to get it to go viral, then to act like they were just coming to this, you know, grassroots dude. Aside from the issue of, I can't believe he posted all of this stuff, which they were clearly paying him or compensating him in some way for yeah. uh, setting up uh -huh. this quote unquote prank and stuff. Aside from that, I was like, you know what? Fucking smart ad. Like you drew a bunch of people in. I feel a little slighted. Like I don't have a gas station near me anyway. I might have gone and got the meal just for fun because it was kind of a meme yeah. for a minute. But you know, like... Phew funny ad like at least you're doing something interesting everyone else on the internet other than me got fucking pissed mm. they were like this is fraud this is what's bad and wrong with advertising in this modern day and age uh -huh. how do you guys react to that are you guys mad about that should i be mad about that am i a capitalist like bootlicker for just being like funny ad it's okay i mean it's a question of like disclosure that's what it comes down to people don't like to feel like they've been tricked right that's why there are disclosure requirements so people don't unknowingly be sold something that they aren't really aware of. Um, I don't know the legalities of it, but I can kind of understand how people would be like, yeah, go, they're cheering for the underdog, and yet he was a corporate shill the entire time, right. and he pulled one over on everybody. Where did the phrase pull one over? Um, That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Pull one over? Pull, pull one over on someone to pull one over on pulled one over on me pulled pull he pulled me over pulled i, I don't want a definition i want the origin yeah origin pull pull over put put one over on put one over on someone put someone over a barrel pull where did it come from what the hell is it pull one over originally or was it pull a fast one or is it even something different than that yeah what is that it's those seem related but i don't know if they're the same or different pull one over pull one over because I can totally understand pull the fast one, right? It's like implying things about like sleight of hand. It's tricky because you're slick. Uh -huh. Tricky slicky. But what the hell does pull one over on that mean? I don't know. Pull the wool over your eyes, which is also weird. What the hell? Pull the wool. That's got to be like a literal thing. Okay. Medieval fairs were places of wonder and dastardly deeds where robbers were always on the lookout for victims. Their favorite technique was to pull the victim's hood over their eyes while cutting the purse strings. Oh. Hence the expressions hoodwinked. Oh. 
and to pull the wool over one's eyes. Oh, that makes me like hoodwinked so much more. And then they would have pulled one over on them and pulled a fast one. Oh, it all man. makes sense. Oh, uh, I thought it had to do with sheep. Pull the wool over one's eyes. But I guess that doesn't make any sense. You're pulling the sheep's own wool over its eyes. So it doesn't know you're about to kill it or shave it or something. <laughs> this was a great non-planned tangent. Today's sponsor is Wool Hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's, Mark's conceptualization of shearing a sheep is you come up behind the sheep and you you wrap your arms around it and it's like, hey, what? And you're like, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. You pull the wool down over the eyes like this. This only hurt a little bit. It's going to be fine. <laughs> you start shearing the sheep. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Why, why are you robbing slash mugging the sheep for their wool? What's happening? Hey, listen. I don't like this. I don't like this. I'm stepping out of it. We all learned something today. But it's back to advertising. I I do understand how people, because they do like cheering for the underdog. And yes, it, it's both like an act of rebellion that turns out as a win for the person you were cheering for. And then to discover that they were not true from the beginning, I can see being mad about that. Mm. Yeah, I see nothing wrong with like what they did as far as like working together, doing the whole thing. But the fact that they didn't properly disclose it and it was played off as being a legitimate prank that does feel wrong mm -hmm. that part rubs me the wrong way the what they did uh, doesn't bother me like if that was something they presented like on a tv commercial and they showed like the different steps of it or whatever i'd be like actually that's pretty funny all right well done well done yeah but if i uploaded videos where i was like guys i've been stealing milkshakes from this company for months <laughs> and then come to find out like you know i go in there i sneak a milkshake i run out the door or whatever and like oh i can't believe he did it again and then come to find out i was working with them and it was a paid thing anyway like that would, that would feel totally wrong yeah it all boils down to like entertainment value right that's what a lot of advertisements try to strive for they try to be entertaining because that's memorable and people want to be entertained and so having that outcome from the initial entertainment of like oh yeah you're really sticking it to them where'd that phrase come from <laughs> oh god what are we doing no 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 but it, like right, and sticking then sticking it to them hang oh, on <laughs> sticking it to them i'm thinking of the scary movie scene you know the sex scene from scary movie one he really stuck her to the ceiling do you remember is that the origin i do yeah that was uh i can't think of a jizz pun i watched that movie way too young i i should not have watched that movie i think i watched it like when it first came out when did that come out a, a scary movie I actually looked up, while you're looking that up, I looked up clips from that the other day because I wanted to see the scene where he throws the piano down the stairs and it hits the grandma in the face. He's like, hi, baby. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and the piano comes flying down and hits her in the face. And Dude, I, the, the scene from Scary Movie 3 where the sheriff's hat keeps getting bigger, that <laughs> yeah. I think of that daily. <laughs> like, I legitimately love that joke. <laughs> anyway, sorry, what were we talking about? Um, the... the no, Come and go, ever. Oh, stick it to him. Stick it to him. Oh, Sticking yeah. it to him. No, before that. Oh, okay. Advertising, Advertising. the come and go I, it, bad. It sours, it sours the entertainment value that they had. Eh. So whatever joy they had suddenly becomes like, what, what the f- Whoa, man. They feel bad about themselves. They feel bad that they were fooled, you know, so they have to have like this outlet. And I understand that. I guess- for me, maybe this is just my overly cynical side coming out in a weird way, but like, I guess I don't watch anything without somewhere in the back of my mind 
considering that like, well, this is some kind of ad. I'm not going to say that nobody has artistic intention and it, nobody makes things purely because they have a vision or they, they want to elicit something in other people or whatever motivation for art. But like when I'm consuming media, if I'm on TikTok, I'm very skeptical. Yeah. Anything I watch, I'm like, this is basically an ad. Even if it's someone just doing something for their own purposes, their own account, they're advertising their own stuff. Yeah. Like they're doing TikTok because it's their job or they're doing TikTok because they're a musician or they're in a band or they have an Etsy shop or whatever. Like, and like, I don't hold that against anyone, mm -hmm. but I guess even watching that, I was like, well, this is blown up. Like before it happened, I had the thought like, this is blown up. They're definitely going to meme on this. Like come and go is at the very least going to make TikToks or tweets or something about this. They might work together. Uh, who knows? He'll be in a commercial. I don't know. But like, I guess I just... I just see that everywhere, so it doesn't bother me, but that is a problem. Yeah, they're, they're actually, it's interesting because this reminds me of a subreddit that is dedicated to, quote-unquote, calling out, I believe it's specifically Asian videos that are set up as if it was like CCTV footage or like incognito filmed, as if it was just like a normal situation, but it's like, it's a comedy sketch and like something funny happens. But people get irrationally upset because they're like, no, 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 this is staged, it's staged, they, they set all this up and they the joke is you know pre-planned it was pre-planned and i'm like yeah have you ever heard of a sketch <laughs> i mean have, have you ever heard of like writers have you ever heard of like any kind of comedy-based show where they pre-plan their jokes does that make it less funny and i get that, like there are some videos that are intentionally shot to look like it was supposed to be just a random occurrence in real life and you know I, like whatever they're trying to get out of it i don't know but at the same time it's like what you said bob like i look at everything on the internet with this idea that like this could be fake but is it entertaining is it worth me watching that should be like the core experience behind it yeah even videos of some completely real video like a completely real someone security guard found a cctv video of a hilarious thing where someone falls on an ice in a funny way yeah even if that's pure just life happening and uh -huh. someone captured it the thing that i experience from that is not based on whether or not it's real it's how i relate to it the entire point of scripted shows scripted comedy is that it elicits some sort of connection or reaction in you yeah so it, it this makes me feel like a like i'm just a desensitized like sociopath or something but like i really i don't care if stuff is fake i assume things are fake yeah. if it's online it's probably fake yeah <laughs> you know you know how hard it is to get footage from like a security camera system in the place where you work where the security cameras guard you know the important valuable assets of the company and you if you went to your boss and you were like, Greg, I got this clip on the security system of the garbage man slipping on the ice and falling headfirst into the trash can. It's so funny. Can I please like clip that and download it or like record it with my phone? He'd be like, no, that's not what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be patrolling. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> that's not a thing that happens in real life. No bosses could be like, oh my God. Yeah. Put that on Reddit. Shit. Yeah. That's going to be such good publicity for our back alley sidewalk with no, like no one that doesn't happen. I assume it's fake. Yeah. But anyway, I, I still, all of this conversation, like, this is pretty real how I feel, but it does make me question, like, oh no, am I part of the system? <laughs>
This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh... <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. Do you guys remember the nationwide life comes at you fast commercials? I loved those things when those first started coming out. Which ones though? Yeah, they would play like the tune, the and like they would always like show something like there was one where like someone was like driving their car through the woods or something like a tree falls on them like out of nowhere or i, I think during like the super bowl they had like fabio uh on a boat like paddling through a river they're like the new fabio shampoo and he passes under a bridge and he comes out and he's like really old and no longer like the sexy man stud they're like life comes at you fast by switching to nationwide do you remember those commercials at all because those live rent free in my head all the time i vaguely <laughs> remember those i didn't attach to those but i do really like like the uh the mayhem commercials mm -hmm. yeah same idea the yeah mayhem like me i love that dude yeah it's the same idea it's just like chaos and a commercial that's actually kind of Didn't funny that guy get in a car accident recently i, maybe. I don't know <laughs> he's in the he's in like one or a couple of the john wick movies i think yeah dean winters it was really off-putting to see I him could have sworn yeah whoa okay this is actually serious dean winters living in pain after multiple amputations oh my god that's not lighthearted at all that's not lighthearted yeah. at all that sucks two toes and half a thumb amputated due to a bacterial infection ah, shit that's almost died that was back in 2009 oh it's toes and a thumb oh that's wasn't that even before these started coming out yeah that's what this says this says back it hasn't taken a step since the other time not being in pain oh this this isn't recent oh okay all right because i was really struggling not to say life comes at you fast when i read that title jeez yeah, mark and i was like ah that wouldn't be that wouldn't be cool to make a joke about this but ah he's no, fine he's, now so we can make jokes right he's he's good yeah he's good that's uh crazy yeah but also it happened in 2009 weird yeah i had never no, heard that's that story. really weird huh.
No. You you know what ad uh sticks in my mind is the Nutrigrain commercial. The what? From its you probably wouldn't like remember it if I just say Nutrigrain. Or no, it wasn't Nutrigrain. It was see the commercial didn't work because I don't remember the name of the <laughs> the thing. Uh what's that like the green little oat bar? What is that called? Nature made? Nature made. Was that it? Feels good. Or nature uh, no, yeah, wait, what is that? Uh, no, no, no. Was it Nutrigrain? It might have been uh I feel yeah, it was Nutrigrain. It was Nutrigrain, I feel great. It's it's the one where this guy I'll post it in the Discord, but he he basically he takes a bite of a Nutri-Grain bar and he constantly goes, Ooh, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, hit me. I want to make some babies. I want some babies. You know, like Oh my that. God. It looks like it was shot on a camcorder. It's old. Like it's it's an old commercial. I see it on YouTube back in 06. So it's at least 15 or so years old, at least. Yeah, it's it came out in 03. I remember that. Okay. And I have gone back to watch that commercial. Just ran. You're a great guy with great instincts. You're going to do great. <laughs> what the hell? I'm coming. It's just like, it's so fast paced. It's so insane. And clearly Nutrigrain would never have this effect on a human being at all it's just basically jam wrapped in really weird grain stuff it's like a fig newton if exactly it was yeah and i've eaten nutrigrain bars they are f food and you know what yeah. wait though can i say I remember a lot of occasions being over at your place uh, and we're like, oh, we're going to like, let's have a yeah. lunch or whatever. Let's have some food. You always have Nutri-Grain bars. I do. In your pantry. Huh. Am I going crazy? I feel like I have specific memories of you always having Nutri-Grain bars around for like a like a lot of instances. You you might be right. And this may be a case where the commercial works better than I thought it did. <laughs> the most effective advertisement <laughs> in the history of mankind. You watched this when you were a kid in the 90s and the entire rest of your life you've been like, oh, gotta grab the Nutri-Grain. God, I fucking hate those. Yeah, exactly. Why do I buy those? Yeah, why do I buy those? I don't really like I them. I don't know. I have to buy them though. <laughs> I have to buy them. Ugh, I've, got, I've got an example of a good commercial that like sticks in my head that like oh man I have nostalgia for that toy and that stuff and they've got like do you guys remember the I think they still run it the I had to look up which car company it was because again it didn't really work on me it was the GMC commercial that came out in like the uh, Christmas time like I think 2018 ish where this uh couple that is way wealthier than like 90% or 99% of humanity have this like modernistic mansion and it starts off with like the the lady being like oh hey I got us something and uh one for you one for me and it's like watches a red and a black watch mm -hmm. and then he's like oh i also got us something and they step outside and there's two brand new like gmc suvs a red one and a black one and she's like <laughs> i love it and she runs to the black one he's like oh no wait that one's for i love it uh i love it and he's like i like red and it did not make me want to buy a gmc nor feel like i ever could buy a gmc because if you have to own that kind of mansion to afford it but I always think of that commercial. It, it, it stuck with me. Despite the fact it, I have no interest in the product, the commercial has stuck with me. The, I like red. That's because that's the point of commercials and advertising. It's not necessarily to sell you something or to like get money back for like if we convert enough sales. It's just to get the name of the company into your head. So that but when- That didn't even work because I had to look it up. I had to look at what car it was. They never say it at all. You know what's interesting about that? What you're saying, Mark, is like ostensibly the point of commercials. Mm -hmm. I just realized, you know who really stands to benefit from a commercial being incredibly memorable and like burning into your memory? What? It's the, it's the fucking companies that make the commercials. 
They don't give a shit about if the, they want to have enough info where they can be like, look, you paid us $20 million. Look at all this hype. Look, we we made a viral commercial. People are protesting, you know, whatever. People are all over this. Uh. But no one remembers that it's a GMC commercial. But then when that company is like to the next big company, they're like, look at this. Look at this viral ad we made. Uh. It was amazing. <laughs> that only benefits them. That doesn't benefit the company. You couldn't even remember if it was Nutrigrain or not. Yeah. A commercial from two decades, three decades, two decades. Two and a half decades. Uh -huh. You remember the commercial vividly. It had nothing to do with the product. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I mean, I don't wonder. I assert commercial companies, advertising firms, they're all out for themselves. I mean, you it's might be right. It's a conspiracy. You might be absolutely right. But, but I would Corporations counter, are getting scammed. I would counter that because you just said that I have a lot of Nutrigrain bars in my history. Yeah, okay, well, maybe it's subconscious then. I don't know about it that. It is. I think it's like a subconscious thing. I think food commercials hit differently, though, because if I see food that I want, I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'm ordering pizza tonight. But if I see, like, another product, I'm like, man, I really need Clorox bleach today. Like, No, no, that it's a thing because when you're in a store, you see so many brands, but you will recognize one. Well, even true. if you don't realize it, you'll gravitate towards that one because you're like, oh, I've heard of this. Or like, I recognize this one. I've heard of this brand name. Whereas other ones, like, it's all the same product. The, the illusion of choice spread throughout the American economy and all of it is just a bunch of bullshit. And all of the conglomerates own every company anyway. And there's really no differentiating between the product. You get a tube of toothpaste. One says whitening. One says uh, less sensitivity on your gums. They're both the same thing. If you look at the ingredients, it's exactly the same. But I did buy Mr. Bucket as a kid and not Mr. Yellow Can. I wasn't done. Uh huh. Uh huh. But. You gravitate towards the one that you recognize because you have heard something about it. And so having those different choices there just makes it so that one of them can stand out to you. I'm done now. So I have a question about this, I guess. Uh -huh. You brought up an interesting point for me, Mark. Okay. When you are shopping mm -hmm. and when I am shopping, in general, uh, there's like the brand name or brand names multiple. And then there's like the store brand. I don't care about the brand name. I will buy store brand anything mm. pretty much i will recognize brands and if i'm looking for something specific that like a certain brand makes a certain flavor or something sure i will do that uh, i will pick that one uh. but in general if i'm trying to buy like ibuprofen i don't really care unless i'm like i'm really sick uh. and i need the medicine or i have a crazy headache and i'm buying ibuprofen because i have a crazy ass headache uh. then something in my brain is like get Get the name brand. Uh -huh. Get the good one. It will work better. Yeah, I guess that's true. That does work like that. How do how do you guys differentiate that? Do you not care about store brand? Do you get the name brand because you because it's something in your head? Yes, I would agree with that. Toilet paper and paper towels. I want like the best one of. Mm. Toilet paper. I cannot stand crappy toilet paper. No pun intended. I need soft, thick sheets that comfort my rectum. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I went a little too far there, but you know, I, I can't handle like the little thin papery stuff that the moment they touch your butt, it disintegrates and it's just your hand on your asshole. <laughs> I think you might need more layers of toilet. I have a tip on that. Uh, you could stop at any moment. I have acidic ass. You could oh, literally God. stop anytime. Oh no. <laughs> you recognize you were at the edge of the cliff and then you kept going. But you know what I'm talking about. You know that really awful toilet paper. Wade has the spiciest ass you have ever seen. I feel like this is a good time to bring up this advertising topic is uh, Molly. Credit to Molly for this. So this whole, the reason this ass stuff is in your brain is Molly's fault. You're welcome. Why would you bring Molly into this? Uh, to, to point in a different direction than myself. Right it's now. not working. <laughs>
I'm the judge and I say if it works or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that so that's interesting though. So I'm I'm the same way about toilet paper, which you know, you wouldn't want to cover something cheap and poop yeah. and flush it down the toilet. You want to cover the more expensive thing, obviously. Here's yeah. an example of of this that's kind of because most of the time I'm okay with generic brand. Where I'm not okay is like Amazon basics stuff. Oh. You know, you know what I mean? I like Amazon basics. No, no, no. Amazon basics is terrible because not only are they like okay they're offering like staple items at like low prices that was the whole idea yep, behind it sure. but then they went a step further and there's an example with uh i think it's peak design backpacks right so peak design is a high quality backpack manufacturer i own a few i'm not sponsored by them they just make good shit right sure so they have what's called like an i think it's called like their everyday sling it's just a pack that goes over your shoulder it wraps around very convenient for holding cameras and quickly accessing them. Amazon came out with a literal copy of it. I think they even called it like the everyday sling. They have since changed it because Peak Design called them out in a video and it just opened up this window to me anyway. They were probably already doing this where Amazon Basics, what they do is they find a popular product on their store on amazon.com and they will copy it because that one's popular and they will offer it as a cheaper alternative. They will place it higher in the rankings so that you see, oh, that one's, ooh, it's more money. Ooh, this one's cheaper, but it's lower quality. I will pay for quality any day. And it's, it's yeah. the same extension yeah. as the toilet paper thing because I know when I buy it from say this company Peak Design or any other company that makes high quality goods and I know that, I know it's gonna last longer. I know it's gonna be more uh, like effective for what I need it to do. It's gonna be more intelligently designed it's going to have higher quality materials like really yeah, there's a whole thing about like boots you know like that has been echoing since the early 1800s whenever boots started being made probably before that but you know i'm just guessing it's like you can buy a shitty pair of boots that'll wear out in six months of constant use or you can buy a really nice pair of boots that cost maybe double maybe even triple the price but they'll last you your life like it'll last forever and that's like the philosophy i go in terms of buying a store brand thing versus a name brand thing that's fair and amazon is a that's bad fair. it's it's bad at that kind of thing but but listen so that's like a practice of amazon around the basics whatever brand sure yeah that's really shitty obviously they're using their substantial resources they have where they could literally see any product and be like yeah we can source that shit and slap something together that looks mm -hmm. kind of like that and sell it for a third of the price yep and like i think I don't know. I don't want to be on the side of Amazon here, but I think it's good <laughs> that that option exists. Yeah. Because if it's expensive, high quality stuff or can't afford, then yeah, you need something in between can't afford anything and, uh, you know, a $200 backpack or I don't know how much those peak design ones are, but like, they, yeah, they're pretty they're pricey. Nice, right? they, yeah, they're nice, but they're pricey. Yeah. For a nice bag. That's, that's sort of what you pay. But like, yeah, the Amazon stuff is not as good, but like in my office right now, I have within reach several seven eight things that are amazon basics because it's things like a phone charging cord that i don't want to pay 50 bucks for a five foot long braided carbon fiber sure well, i you know there are certain things that amazon basics is great for mm -hmm. aside from the fact that it's from amazon but whatever uh you know the capitalism issues aside that's cool but yeah the the stealing of the ideas and knocking shit off and i would never buy that either i feel like that's totally fair yeah but i'm also such a cheapskate i would never buy a peak <laughs> design bag i would look at peak and then be like all right who's copying peak who's not amazon <laughs> 
What about, what about like a sixty dollar <laughs> version of that bag? Uh, and I would go on, you uh, know, I would get an Instagram ad three days later, and I'd be like, "That's that's what I wanted," uh, and it'd probably be the same bag that Amazon's selling, but just yeah. with a higher price because it has a different brand Absolutely. on it. Absolutely, <laughs> there are things like that. Oh, who's the sucker? I guess. But I would never buy like uh, an Apple is a good example of it. Apple's charging cords. Why would you go for that? <laughs> oh, they're so they're not even good. They're not even good, or they're just good enough. You know they work and you know they'll work but also you can find any other there's hundreds of companies that have cables you just look at reviews like hey this one works and it's cheap bam that one mine thank yeah. you do they have medicine on amazon basics do you get medicine <laughs> it's like you'll have half the diarrhea you had instead of no diarrhea that's interesting <laughs> i gotta look at that up on, amazon basics medicine yeah, no i'm gonna i'm gonna look amazon basics <laughs> uh medicine. medicine what do we got it's one third the dose you need for the price you want to pay oh yeah amazon basics cold and flu is there oh, no. amazon basics acid reducer with amazon printed right on the box oh my god amazon basics acetaminophen oh ooh. amazon <laughs> basics tussin is it as good as regular medicine ooh, oh, no. i mean so oh, no. like legally it has to be right it has to I say what ingredients so. are in it it has to have the correct ingredients in it yeah <laughs> to some extent then again the people running our country whenever they get interviewed about stuff like this they don't seem to know what the fuck they're talking about so they probably don't even know it exists yeah. i don't know i mean that's the thing too with all the levels of regulation and different types of things are regulated differently uh, the companies will put a badge on there you know they make like a supplement and they'll put a badge that's like organic and certified like the fda does not certify supplement. Uh, who certified yeah, who? this what do you mean certified i can see the congressional hearing now like mr bezos uh, i had an ear infection i went to amazon and the doctor there told me to buy this basic uh acetaminophen now can you help me get better internet <laughs> Thank you, Congressman. Please go back to bed now. All right, thank you. Nurse, help me to my bed. Oh my God. <laughs> this is an Amazon Basics basketball, which is just a brown basketball with Amazon Basics embossed on one panel, and that's it. <laughs> the brand is basketball. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right, so Amazon Basics is a mixed bag. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's interesting because I- Would you trust I, their medicine, Bob? I buy store brand medicine in general and it works. Mm -hmm. That's the thing too about stuff like this. People are like, oh, it's from Amazon. Well, no, it's not from, it's, if it's a generic medicine, it's probably from the same place that all of the other store brand medicines are from. Yeah. yeah it definitely. seems like everything is differentiated with the packaging and stuff. Stuff in America comes from like th three sources. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's not that many companies. So it's probably the exact same shit. Do you want me to go on my rant about homogenized corporations? Do you want me to Do like, it. I already- yes. Oh baby, please. Go there. Come on. I was doing it before, but I'll do it again. We have Bob's Fridge and Mark's homogenized sources. You know how many toothpaste there are? All of it's Procter and Gamble. <laughs> Every single one of them. Cincinnati-based Procter and Gamble owns the entire toothpaste industry. It's all the same. It comes down to one building. Kroger. It Ralph's. It's the same. Ralph's is owned by Kroger. You think Ralph's is different just because it's on the West Coast? No. Kroger. Down south, there's another one. I don't even remember what it is. It's Kroger. Harris, Harris Teeter. Uh huh. Harris Teeter, that's the one. Harris Teeter. I've never heard of that, but yeah. Harry, Harry Teeter. Yeah. Dude, the South has some crazy ass grocery stores. Yeah. Harris Teeter, 
Food Lion. Whatever the Texas one. Heb. Heb. Kroger, at least, in Cincinnati, will give you plastic bags. I don't know what y'all are doing in California, but we still get bags over here. We still get, we get bags. There's plastic bags here. <laughs> what do you mean? What happened to you? <laughs> what did you think happened? I had to carry my groceries out by my bare hands. What? Wasn't allowed to wear gloves when I carried did them. You just, what? Did, maybe that was you. You just walked out. They were like, hey, we got paper bags. Is that okay? Oh, nay, I say. <laughs> To hell with the paper! <laughs> yeah, plastic is clearly superior. It recycles better, it burns better. Ooh, ooh, paper? What's paper used yeah. for? <laughs> okay. You can get plastic. Every grocery store I've been to in California has had plastic bags. Yeah. yeah but they charge you for the bags. Okay. Yeah, they charge you 10 cents a bag, Wade. It's real steep. Oh, but what if I need 10 bags? That's a full dollar. No, the thing is, the new plastic bags that they charge you for, you can bring them back. Oh. They're very reusable. You notice how they're thicker? They're meant to be used multiple times. I actually kind of wish we had a system of more reusable stuff here in all seriousness. What do you mean, like, go buy we, a bag? We have that thing. What do you, what do you mean? Go buy a bag. Uh, all right, Mark, I'm not, I don't really, can you please keep this to English? I don't know what you're saying right now. Go buy any bag you have a backpack right you can put groceries in any uh, container that you can carry yeah see we have a whole like pantry and the whole bottom of the pantry is just like those cheap bags and we use them for like garbage bags some of our bathrooms and stuff but we still get more than we end up using we have so many bags take them back oh man i know for a fact croakers in ohio have things right by the exits and entrances where it's just a big thing that's like recycle your plastic bags stuff them in here free right there right at the grocery store hey, i'm never noticed. I don't, I don't know if ours do. Wade tunnel visions food and toilet paper. He's got his serious scanning for high quality toilet paper. Well, yeah. What else do you get at the grocery store other than food and bags? Wade comes storming into the Kroger but absolutely caked in poo. Like, oh, I can't believe we ran out again. This has got to stop happening. My car smells so... Oh, you don't have a car. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> and there's a hole in my pants where my acidic ass is ripped oh, through God. everything because I can't wipe it with the good paper. There's so Duel. many boxers with this acidic butthole. <laughs> I learned about the that reminds me of the there's actually a thing called piss hands. Wait, what? Uh in the in the uh the yes, I like, learned about that as well. Art world. Were you watching Corridor Crew? Yes. <laughs> like Adam Savage is talking about his piss hands. I'm Googling piss hands against my better judgment. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah, that's, I, I don't um, know about that. Yeah, I don't it's a very like, you know, small circle that knows what piss hands is specifically well, i got it urban dictionary says the act of putting your hand in front of the penis or under the vagina to intercept piss as it flows out yep right that's the one uh-huh that's what adam savage did a lot a warm to mildly hot sensation may follow warm to hot oh, wait hot. mildly hot mildly hot <laughs> And then the following article is says, can peeing on your hands make them? Oh, that's a see-through. It says tough. Never mind. I thought. Just... <gasps> what? Wait, you oh. saw see-through was tough. Yeah, I thought I thought tough was see-through. It absolutely will toughen up that hand pad. <laughs> but will they become see-through? <laughs> uh, well, that's up for debate. Oh my God! Uh, another article. Urine is sterile, so why do men wash their hands? I mean, fair question. Fair question. <laughs> I always wondered that. Because your dick's not. Wait, yours isn't. Uh, but urine comes out down there, so it's got to. Are be. you only grabbing the urine? What are you doing? How do you like a water bender with like the stream coming out your dick, and you just aim it? <clears throat> well, wash your dick with your urine. Sarah, 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 Sarah tiles it. Sterile, sterilize it. Uh huh. Mm hmm. 
It, it's not a sterilizer, it is sterile, but the moment it comes out of your penis, it becomes not sterile. Oh. People think sterile means something that it doesn't mean. <laughs> oh. Means it's like, uh, means it's like Purell, right? <laughs> Oh, no. Hey, I'm out of Purell. Uh, <laughs> anybody ever offers me hand sanitizer again, I'm saying no. <laughs> Purell manufacturing plant is just a bunch of weird toilets that collect it all. <laughs> you gotta get yeah. the yellow out of it so nobody knows the secret. Yeah, that's why the knockoff brands are all yellowed, you know. They don't have <laughs> extra step. Why does some hand sanitizer have the little, like, chunky uh, bits in them? Like, you know, the little, like, uh, it looks they're like little like silicon beads or stuff. something. Yeah, like I something, yeah. I don't like that kind. I gotta be honest. Is that chunky pee? I don't think that's a thing. Look, this is about advertising. Wait, I have something else we can talk about. <laughs> Great, oh, you get God. two points, Bob, for a segue. <laughs> uh, have you guys ever seen Pink uh, Marjoram? Marjoram? Mar Pink. I didn't know Marjoram? her last name, but her music's pretty good. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. Um, so butter, right? For that great joke. Wait. Thank you. I will. Everybody loves butter. Uh, but during the early part, like during the Industrial Revolution, the late 19th, early 20th century, butter was kind of hard to come by. Was not shelf stable because it had to be refrigerated, all this stuff. Margarine is basically like whipped oil, right? Mm. It's shelf stable. It's kind of like butter. It tastes pretty good. But apparently there was this big thing when margarine was invented. It's kind of like a grayish color because it's basically oil. It's not a particularly good color. It's kind of gross. Uh. And there was a huge fight. The dairy farmer, like lobbyists or whoever, got local governments as well as like state and larger area provincial governments in Canada to make a law that margarine could not be butter colored and so for a long time and still today in some specific brands margarine is sold in either a disgusting like grayish gross non-edible looking color uh. or bright pink uh. because it has to be distinguished from butter uh. because they did not want margarine pretending to be butter uh. it's really gross like imagine you're having a piece of toast and you're like oh honey will you hand me the margarine and uh and it's just like a tub of pink like it looks like cotton candy gum that's horrific i'm okay with that wait was i can't believe it's not butter actually margarine what uh yeah, yeah that's what that is i think right of course it is wasn't that the same color as butter it is yeah, now. now what i'm saying this was like you know oh, 70 okay. 100 years saying, ago okay gotcha. there are still brands that in modern times sell pink margarine but i think it's like a old oh, in the olden this is the old diamond margarine or whatever uh, i have no idea why you would choose to do that it sounds terrible but it looks gross i mean i don't think it looks so gross i i'm actually okay with that it looks like strawberry something flavored something it actually looks kind of good <sighs> yeah I'm, I'm okay with it it looks like pepto-bismol spread on a piece of toast i get that but also <sighs> My mind doesn't go to Pepto-Bismol. My mind does go to bubblegum. And I don't want a bubblegum butter. But knowing that it's margarine, I think I would be able to fight through that and get straight to the deliciousness. Bob, you get a point for having Pepto-Bismol work on you. You thought of their brand. <laughs> <laughs> Upset stomach. Diarrhea. Are there, like, I guess the... We're coming toward the end here a little bit, but are there like commercials you know worked on you? That Plus I know. Oh. Chevrolet, lower, lower prices, prices, lower rates. rates. Have you ever been to a McCluskey's? Oh, God, no. I would never buy a Chevrolet in my entire life. Nope. So, it's specifically <laughs> advertisements that we have gone out and 
bought something. <laughs> yeah, like you like you've seen the advertisement, you're like, okay, I'm gonna buy that. Oh uh, yeah, actually, I do have an occasion. I saw an ad online, I forget what website it was on, but it was for a wallet, mm. a wallet company. And it, it was specifically not that techie wallet that everyone sees. Rich wallet? Yeah, it's not that one. And literally because I had been inundated with ads for that wallet, when I saw this other one that was like a very nice, higher quality leather wallet, like I went in to the website, I looked at all the research about it, it was like very well reviewed. I bought it specifically because, you know, I'm the kind of guy like I, I got my wallet from Hot Topic 20 years ago, <laughs> you know, I don't really care. I found a wallet off the street, I threw all the money away and then I took it as my own. <laughs> You know, I like, but hey, wait a I went out and I, I have no further comment on my story there. I went out and I bought this wallet and I, to this day, it's my favorite wallet. I look at the thing and I get happy. Like, you know, the, the, the lady on the Netflix show, you know, like if it doesn't bring you joy, throw it away. When I, when I look at it, sometimes it brings me joy. And I know I'm a mm. capitalist shill for looking at a product and thinking that, but I really like it. It's, it's got a great design, it's a good color and it's high quality. And it, I've ran it through the wash a few times accidentally. And it's been exactly the same. The color is the same. The, the design is the same. Like it's just a very well-made wallet. I'm very happy that there was an ad that showed me because I never would have known about it otherwise did you see the ad and it was like it has these features and you were like wow shit or was it literally you saw the ad and you were like i like that way better than that other one i'm just gonna buy this one it literally was that i was curious about it it didn't say anything splashy it was not something uh that was like oh this wallet is amazing a million features it was literally i think it just was a picture of the wallet and it said wallet underneath <laughs> and i was like so oh, give me two which i did i bought two Real quick, before we wrap this up, I, I, I want to ask the opposite. Is there a commercial that you remember that just hit you in a way where you're like, I'm never buying that product because the commercial was either just so cringe, so bad, or just so like, it just made, it had the opposite effect where you recognize the brand and you're like, I'm not touching that with a 25 foot pole. Oh man. Um, Can I, this might be controversial because I feel like people liked these commercials. No, no, yeah, it's, it's your opinion. It's not a fact. Can I just say the Terry Crews Old Spice commercials really wow. that's interesting i hate i hate those okay i think they're funny like i watch them and i'm like oh ha oh and it zoomed in wow it is nipples dancing or whatever it's funny but they're so cringy like every time i see one my visceral reaction is like oh oh i don't want old spice oh god mm -hmm. like i don't know why because i think they're funny you know, you know they're funny terry cruz is funny i like I that, guy. that way about puppy monkey baby like it did not make me want mountain dew <laughs> <laughs> the commercial i like laughed at it but i was like watching this like dude's junk in his underwear no, jiggle around does not make me I, want to I, buy this fucking i know product. exactly what you're I talking love about puppy monkey you baby. love that Ugh. i did that one for a long time after that super bowl i would Ugh. interject puppy monkey baby for no reason i hated that yeah i hate it did not anything. make me want mountain dew i was like i'm not buying mountain dew the commercial's funny but like i do not want to drink this and think of a yeah, fucking it is diaper. so it is such a fine line of intentionally cringy stuff mm. that like is an advertisement that just like there's a way that sometimes it works and it gets stuck in people's head. For me, it's uh it's the Starburst commercial. And I know I'm probably in the minority of this one. It's the berries and cream, berries and cream. I always hated that one. Oh, like for yeah. some reason, but for some people, and it had a resurgence recently on I think TikTok of like that coming back and then they brought the original actor back and i was like why did you bring this back no like, i also hate that one i hate yeah that one. i hate that one i couldn't stand it and i saw it all the time because i watched a lot of like cartoon network and nickelodeon and it would always play and it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, 
Got nothing against the guy who plays that. That's fine. I just, I cannot stand that. I, I refuse to get Starburst afterwards. I'm, I'm just going down a horrible line of memories right now. Uh, I just rewatched the commercial and <laughs> I have the same reaction. Yeah. God, I hate that. Yeah. A lot of the insurance commercials <sighs> too. Ugh. I don't know. I generally don't like watching commercials, but don't have strong negative reactions to them. Uh, I've got another one, and this is a recent one. It's a recent commercial. Have you guys seen the one with Matt Damon? And I'm not even going to talk about like the specific site that he's promoting. Oh, yes. no, yeah. Fortune favors the brave. That one? Yes. It's a crypto NFT commercial. I, I got nothing as Matt Damon specifically, but this commercial has the audacity to compare like the incredible achievements of humanity of like, you know, whatever, explore, or like progress and stuff like that going to space and the, it ends on going like mars and the dream of like humanity on mars is like cryptocurrency <laughs> the next yeah. step in human history it's like oh come on <laughs> i i adamantly like i yeah. see uh before we get a million people coming to hate i see the potential of specifically the blockchain the idea and the technology behind it. that one thing i see the potential in that the current ecosystem of that entire universe do not compare it don't you dare no, I, this is not a this is not a testimony as far as the product goes this is simply did the commercial hit you in a way that you're like oh yeah or oh, oh no, no. And like no i get you that commercial hit me all wrong too oh i hate hate it hate Hate, hate, yeah. hate, hate. That's a good barometer. You should bust that out if you're like at a party with a group of new people. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, play yeah. that. And if anyone is like, ah, yeah. It's <laughs> made like 4K on Dipcoin, bro. Then, you know, you don't want to be friends with that person. Then you can rule them out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I fucking hate that commercial. We might have to crack on a part two for this eventually because I feel like we have a lot to say about advertising. No, 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 no. I'll save that for a rainy day. It'll come mm. back. It's just going to be a marketing podcast in the next month. <laughs> yeah, we've, all of our sponsors are going to pull out like, mm, we didn't like what you had to say. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about the, like our methodology for advertising. Hey, our ads are dynamic and engaging. <laughs> they really inform you about the product and we end every ad recording with the sentence do you think they'll let us do that <laughs> <laughs> uh, every uh, I, I do think it's funny i don't know if we've talked about it before so the ads are 60 seconds right yeah i have no idea what ours end up being <laughs> last time we record well they do they end up being 60 seconds that's the thing but the last time we recorded ads we recorded four ads uh -huh. in an hour <laughs> and it's not like we're sitting there just quietly like uh what if we talk no, no. we're doing shit yeah we just start one of us is like i'll do it this episode is fun and then we just talk for like 20 minutes and then will yeah. is like oh my god ah just read god damn it i hate you guys <laughs> we <laughs> have to i i have to ask will who is obviously listening to this right now do you have a cutting room floor of all the <laughs> failed ad bits that we've done because bob was not exaggerating it's we legitimately hours. to it's do hours. 10 ads the other just last week, it took us an hour and 45 minutes like from start to finish. Use it a robot voice, Will. Insert it. Just be like, yes, I hate you guys. No, or, you that's know, not what we're asking. I'm asking, is 
they are cutting room floor so that we can release that. Well, yeah, answer it, but yeah. Yeah, because so, that, oh, that content right there, Ad that numbers. exists. Because yes, we, we have taken an approach to try to make our ads funny and engaging. Sometimes we're more successful than other times, but what gets cut out is <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> but we all are like, that can never when we first started recording ads, we did three or four takes per ad, and we're like, oh, let's try this one. Will, pick your favorite one. <laughs> now we just give one take, and we're like, ah, oh, you'll, you'll fix it in post. And Will is like, I can pick out some sentences from this. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man. No, I I really want people to listen to that stuff someday. It's got to exist. If it doesn't, will you might doing that? Will you might have a job? <laughs> a We're gonna have an episode me. that's just the failed advertising <laughs> bits. If if you guys gonna cut home, out the sponsors, so it'll just be the random bits around which sponsor it was. Um, you would never be able to guess the sponsor no. from some of the bits. <laughs> you, you would do. not. <laughs> you would never know. <laughs> If, if you guys want to hear that, put it on the subreddit, like get a little poll going or whatever, or show your interest in it on the YouTube comments or whatever have you. I look forward to the email from Will where it's like, I deleted that as fast as I got it, guys. It doesn't exist. <laughs> can't, can't find any of those files. Sorry, guys. Don't know what happened. Not doing that, though. Yeah, yeah. Just got the ever increasingly more offensive BetterHelp ads that we... <laughs> Wasn't there literally... I don't, I'm not going to say what the idea was. Wasn't there one where I was like, okay, we got better help. I got an idea, guys. And I was like, it is sponsored by BetterHelp. And I said one sentence and everyone was like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I think we've had a few uh, different sponsors where we come up with ideas where we immediately shut ourselves or each other yeah. down. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this happened more than once, but definitely I remember that. And let's not talk about it. Nope. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, that didn't happen. That's a joke. That's a joke. I made that up. That didn't happen. <laughs> Uh, Will, edit this in post. Um, sitting free, Will. So I guess to wrap things up, um, we have a lot to say about advertising because for the last decade, advertising has been a big part of our lives, both in and out of our own jobs. Mm -hmm. But I have to uh, give the win to somebody here. And looking at our points... Um, I don't remember ever audibly getting a point this entire... Oh, session. he was tracking him. He was tracking I, him. I, I, I literally was keeping track. I didn't say uh. things out loud because I didn't want to interrupt you guys, but I gave you points for various bits. I gave uh. you guys both like two points at the start. It was three, but all right. Well, maybe it was three. I, I didn't keep track of when I gave them to you. <laughs> you guys were mostly tied, but the edge goes to Mark. Oh. And the reason the edge goes to Mark is he had an outburst that was not quite uh. Bob's fridge level, but it was still very funny listening to him go off on a tangent. And that was really the difference in this episode. So our winner oh, thank you. is Mark. Thank you. I'm very gracious. Fair. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In this advertising episode, I'd like to take my winner speech. Do I get a winner speech? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Advertise. I was going to advertise. I have a new podcast. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Go for it. Whoa. <laughs> With Tyler called uh -huh. Go My Favorite Sports. It's the Distractable Sister Podcast. I think that's what you call it. Oh, do we get royalties from this now? No, how much do we You get nothing. You get nothing. Okay. I'm really glad I on that one? That one uh, no, not at all. And it's Go My Favorite Sports Team. Mark didn't finish the last word. Go My it's Favorite team. Sports Team. <laughs> and uh you know big props to tyler being a big sports guy big props to me for not um and uh yeah a bail on this podcast immediately go listen to that one never come back great um hey. well, <laughs> this episode's sponsored by abandonment uh. <laughs> if you ever feel abandoned better help us here for people to talk to you about that 
I, mean, I guess that's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be very careful how I proceed now, but we're going to wrap up. Bob, do you want to segue into a loser's speech just to have something else said? Uh, I didn't realize how valuable angry rants uh, could be. I'm going to try and work more of those into more episodes in the future and hopefully uh, steal away some wins that rightfully should have probably gone to the other person. Especially when I'm the host, because you won Bob's fridge with your angry rant. If I remember right, that was the one who said anything. If Mark had won, that would have been, been the biggest <laughs> bullshit ever. He technically had more was... points than you that episode. You won because of golf rules. No, no, uh, that, that, that episode, yeah, it was weirdly close for me not saying anything at all that episode <laughs> that was my favorite mark episode <laughs> <laughs> all right well we're gonna move on immediately thank you guys so much for tuning in to distractible go uh -huh. listen to go my favorite sports team but also do come back because we've got another <laughs> banger coming out next week that mark's hosting assuming he doesn't leave us forever yeah 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 thanks to our sponsors and all of our future advertising campaigns i hope you all buy all those products and give us all your money well we we don't we, we don't, don't get make, that we money. don't make they, money if they, they buy get the money yeah. yeah that goes to the company well at least we're here together having fun the three of us Stay tuned for next week's episode where Mark will host and who knows what the hell we'll talk about. Mm. Until then, goodbye, my friends. Podcast out.